going to sing every time we have an intro song now? Potentially. What's up, everybody? Oh, I can't hear you guys shouting back to me. But this is Beauty and the Beast Mode podcast. Yay, yay, Martinez here. This is Big Jeff. Yo, that was new for us, so it was a little awkward. A little intro music. I think what made it awkward was that you were singing along with it. Yo, that, that song is my jam. Kenny Loggins. It is. Kenny Loggins. Little Celebrate Me Home. You know, I thought that, like, my entire life, I thought that song was only a Christmas song. That's so weird. I feel like this is deja vu. Deja vu. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, they only play that song during Christmas. On the radio, yep. So it's not a Christmas song. It's not like it wasn't on a Christmas album by Kenny Loggins or something. I'm not fact-checking, but I would say no. Mm, I don't know. So why do they only play it during Christmas, I feel? I feel like Delilah would play it year-round. Uh, we play it year-round, obviously. <laughs> Christmas in July. That's one of my favorite. That's a top two favorite Christmas song. Has to be. Nice. What's the other one? What's the other one? Uh, I like the Motown ones, right? Okay. Stevie, I think maybe Stevie Wonder, one of Stevie Wonder's Christmas songs, hmm. would have to top. I can't think of them off the top of my head right now. Okay. Um, I'm like an old school, like White Christmas is my my favorite. Just it gets me in the mood, brother. We're just trying to get everybody in the Christmas spirit. Why not? We need. We could use some Christmas. Christmas in July. We could. We could. This country could seriously use some Christmas. I think the. I think the world could use some Christmas spirit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. agree. Things are a little hectic out there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Probably a lot hectic, man. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been two over two weeks since we were last on these microphones. It's officially, uh, we are officially back at Beauty and the Beast Mode headquarters here. Can I tell you how great it is to have my microphone back? Is it good? It feels so good. Does mine smell or something? I, well, I mean to have a, my own microphone that I can speak into. Because we're kind of low budget and when we interview other people, we have to switch back and forth. Yeah, we, we've been doing that. We've been yeah. Doing that. The last episode we had was an interview. It was, Mr. Adam Silva. Adam Silva, leader. Mentor, coach, husband, father, beast. Beast. Indeed, yeah. It's posted up on Facebook now. It's on Facebook now. Uh, Obviously been on SoundCloud for a while. Got got a lot of listens without us even posting. Yeah, yep. So that was good. I I hope some people listened a couple times because there are a lot of knowledge bombs in that episode. Yeah, big time. Get your pen and your pad ready when you listen to that episode. Yep. So we have uh, international listeners again. We are internationally known. Germany and Brazil. Brazil. Yep. So, pretty nice. And we wanted to give a little shout out to Jordan McCall for helping us out with our logo and branding, which... uh, We'll have that, and then we will throw it up on the SoundCloud and the Facebook. And Are you going to get a tattoo of the logo? We will, maybe. Are you going to have my face permanently tattooed on your body? Maybe just half the logo then. <laughs> so we'll see. It was really cool because she actually was drawing it before we hit her up, yeah. you know, and, uh, and it was the exact concept that we were looking at. Yeah. So. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it was pretty nice. I'm looking forward to, to that one. Pops out. And you guys will be too, and you should be looking forward to it because we're going to have some slick gear when we get that logo. That's right. Yeah. Jeff, two weeks, man. It's been over two weeks, brother. What's been up in your world? How, how come I say two weeks and then I feel like you're jumping on me when you keep saying over two weeks? I'm definitely uh, because it's been over two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> A little Total Recall action. Didn't they remake Total Recall? They did with uh, Colin Farrell. I've never watched that one. I'm like, I almost think that sometimes if movie trivia were a job, I'd be a rich man because I know tons of useless trivia knowledge. I'm sure you can figure out a way to get money off of that talent. 
I need some money. Yeah, you're right. I'll have to check that out. Could you use the dough? Would you just do remake movies? Or just like movies in general? It would have to do have be movies, movies in general. I feel like people have movies already. Yeah. I thought we were going to have a guest there for a minute. So it's been two weeks. So what's been up in your world, brother? Well, I have my daughter here. Yep. Uh, I heard it. I, I, I had my daughter here. And she uh, recently went back to Chicago, which is where she lives. Uh, but she doesn't live alone in Chicago. She lives with her mom. So I don't want anybody jumping on me like, can't believe your daughter lives in Chicago. Lives in Florida. She's just squatting in some <laughs> building. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, but she was here, man. We had a great time. Um, spent a lot of time with friends and family while she was here, so she got to meet a lot of people that are, that are in my life, and, and uh, you know, that was, that was fun for her, because she doesn't get to, obviously doesn't get to experience um, my life day to day, so she got me on a roller coaster. And you hate roller coasters, bro. I can't stand fucking roller coasters. Nope. So, that was pretty interesting. There was like a kid that was like three foot tall getting on a roller coaster, and I was like, I gotta do it now. Can't let him show me we up. Went one, we went on a wooden roller coaster. And there was a dip. And when it started to come out of the dip, it felt like the wheels were coming off of the tracks. And I was like, this is it. This is why I don't get on roller coasters. I'm about to die right now on this wooden Elizabeth, Elizabeth, I'm coming. <laughs> That was a little Red Fox for you, brother. A little Sanford and Son. Oh! How's the Sanford and Son theme song go? You big dumb dummy. If we had a budget, I could probably have that queued up, ready to go. So that was fun, man. I didn't like that roller coaster of death. I thought I was going to die when it came off the tracks. And But, yeah, so she left a little while ago, and so, you know, just getting readjusted and back into uh, the day-to-day. Doing a little comedy here and there, and that's about it, brother. Nice. Yeah, nice. Yourself, man? Uh, nothing much. Kids have been off from school. Um, dude, I, I realize, like, how lazy my kids are. Like, they want to stay up till 5 in the morning watching, like, Walking Dead, like, binge-watching TV, and I'm just like... You're 15 and 12. There's no need to be up till 5 a.m. They're like, well, we don't have school or nothing. I'm like, how about getting up at a decent hour and go doing something with your day, you know? And they're just like, we're good. You know, we just want to sit around and watch TV. It's like, damn. That is this generation. It's crazy, dude. My daughter was, uh, her iPad was stuck to her face. (coughs) I felt like she just needed, like, some kind of helmet to put her iPad in and just walk around with that thing in front of her face all day. Huh. Oh, that's our big break. Let's go on Shark Tank right now. Oh, I didn't know about the phone. Yeah, because like I don't know if it's Samsung's, but they got the virtual reality thing with the goggles. Right. And you can put them on there and just watch that. That's like, crazy, dude. Damn, that's insane. It's the shit that used to be on Total Recall. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. It's bananas, man. It's bananas to watch or. Go back and watch some of those old movies, and they like the way that they portray how the future is going to be. Yeah. And now you look at some of the stuff we have, and you're like, wait, hold on a second. And it was like 30 years ago, yeah. you know, 20 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. So I've been watching all these kids walking around doing Pokemon Go. That is the thing, now. dude. So there are two different things. Like I can't believe. So I sent you a video this morning. Oh no, I didn't. I watched it. I sent you a different one. But there's a video of this dude on Facebook, Joey Salads, and the dude uh, wanted to do a social experiment, so he... Oh, you sent it to me. Did I send that? Yeah, I, did. I told you I wasn't going to watch it because it looked terrifying. No, that was the different one. Oh. So, winds up... Oh, so you didn't watch that. That's great. I, what Good. I told you, I was up front with you. Hmm, very interesting. They had some dude had, like, ski masks on or something, right? 
Yes. Exactly. That was a different one, though. Okay. That was really messed up. Okay. But anyway, so in the experiment, he's walking around a park, and he sees two other kids walking around in a park, two 14-year-old girls. And he goes, oh, are you guys doing the Pokemon Go? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're looking for stuff. And so he pretends to get a call from his friend. He goes, oh, my gosh, there's a, a Pikachu. Oh, so supposedly that's some really rare thing. So he gets off the phone. He's like, oh, my God, my buddy called me right a couple of blocks away. There's a Pikachu. And they were like, oh, my God. So he's like, I got my car right here. Hop in. Let's go. They're like, all right. So they get to the car and he stops. He's like, are you kidding me? Really? You're going to get in the car with me? You don't even know me? You're 14 years old. What would your parents say? Like, what are you thinking? Well, you know, and we were all just doing this, and we really wanted the thing, and, and that was their justification. Like, we wanted this. So, like, all conscious stuff goes out the window just because you want something. It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. So then they did another one of got dudes in an ice cream truck. Kids walk up, and they're like, can I get this? Can I get that? He goes, oh, I have them for free, but you got to dig them out for me in the back. Just come onto the ice cream truck. So the kids walk right into the ice cream truck. He, sh he shuts the door, like little, like seven years old, between seven and ten, you know? And he's like, I have this giant ice cream sandwich. Do you guys want it for free? Like, all these kids kept walking into the ice cream truck. He'd shut the door. And it's like, what are you doing, you know? Like, that's the thing. Like, I know when I was a kid that something like that would happen and you were like, yo, get away, dude. You know, I don't know if it was like a New York thing. We were real street smart and stuff like that. But all these kids, I know my little one, 12, if some dude walked up with, with a van and said, look at my puppy, she'd hop right in. And see, I feel like that's the, that's, there's a line now, right? So, and we talked about parenting on the last episode as well, but I feel like there's almost like this sense of like uh, be kind to everyone and and like like it's almost okay to talk to strangers kind of thing. Whereas before when we were growing up it was like don't talk to strangers. Right. Everybody's suspect. You know I mean? yeah. Everybody's suspect. Yeah. And nowadays it's like be friendly to everybody. Like you know what I mean? It's okay to talk to somebody. Like there's, there's that kind of sense and it's just like. Am I missing something? See, I know with myself how I parent, I want them to be kind and giving of themselves to others, you know, and not to be jerks. Right. But oh, this person needed help or something. But yeah, also that person might be trying to trick you. Right, doing something right. Else. Like I pound that into their heads too. Yeah. Like don't talk to people that you don't know. Don't go somewhere with somebody that you don't know, all that other stuff. But, but again, a million times saying that, and I know that my daughter would hop into a van for cotton candy and a pug. You know, <laughs> but it's so it's so it's it's hard, man, because it's like you want to teach kids compassion and and uh, love your fellow man and and um, like how to how to be okay with having a conversation with somebody, right? Um, but in the same vein, it's like there's still these there's still crazies running around out here. Yep. Man. Yep. There's crazies running around out here, and you don't want something ridiculous to happen. Right, I agree. But then it's like, it, you get people that are probably like, well, you know, teach your kids to, to love and do this and that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to teach my kid to punch somebody in the throat. Right, swift kick to the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Scream bloody murder, bro. Right, right. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you can learn that when you get a little bit older, but, and hopefully that'll be something that'll, like, just come with time, but as a kid, like, and I'm, and if, like, no, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, bro, I don't care if the dude's sitting on the corner with balloons and looks friendly, I, I, I don't care, man, like, you don't talk to strangers, Right. period. Right. You see, it's funny, like, we grew up... Like, I remember it was just, don't talk to strangers, you know? And it really wasn't beating in our heads, you know? Just don't talk to strangers. We got it, you know? So me and my friends would be running the streets, doing all this stuff. and um, But 
we kind of learned the hard way. Like there was a kid from our town who got abducted and they found him like in between two buildings with his genitals cut off and down his throat. Like he was brutalized, man. I remember his name still. But like that happened when we were young and we were like, oh, oh damn, you know? So we had that to kind of guide us like, definitely don't talk to nobody you know when we always ran in a big group so nobody was ever alone walking around but stories of the blue van that would come by and snatch you up and crazy don't come here for your news people Perfect point, bro, because, and everybody that I speak to, all their kids want to do the same thing. Nobody wants to go out. They just want to sit there on, like, the Xbox or whatever or just do stuff inside. Like, we were out on the street from morning till night during the summertime, you know? And in groups, groups. Yeah. yeah. But we learn stuff from being on the street and doing stuff and right and wrong and, and all that kind of stuff. So we had the experience and I, I keep so saying street smart. Right. Yeah. Right. Unless you're watching other kids get abducted, <laughs> you know, but I mean, not to have that experience or street smart is so detrimental. My goodness. Yeah. So it's crazy. Right. And that's, I mean, that's just out of, out of safety and concern. Yeah. Uh, and, and knowing that kids these days don't have the savvy that kids had back in our days. Right. You know? And I mean, I'm not talking like I'm old as y'all get up, but like you said, we used to run with crews, man. Yeah. You know? Yep. We used to walk down the block just snapping our fingers everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a jet, you're a jet for life. We would harmonize underneath the street lights. <laughs> it's crazy. Much much like the world these days, brother. You know, with uh, people fighting and this and that, and everybody's everybody having their view on this and their view on that. Everybody having their own opinions, you know. Uh, well, it, I, it's, it's you okay. thinking one way, me thinking another way, and and everybody. Not to find ground. Correct. Yeah. You know, shoving my opinion down your throat, and you shoving it down my throat, and nobody's. Uh, oh. <laughs> opinion, I said. Oh. Opinion. <laughs> uh, you know, and just. Nobody willing to give in and, and see somebody else's point of view. Why do you think that is? I think in this day and age, especially with media mm-hmm. and the way people feel and them feeling so strongly that they just, they're so stuck in their views and their ways and uh, thinking that they're right, you know, and the other side is wrong and... But attributed to what? Peel back the layers. Let's. What, what do you think? Well, I, I. I think there. I mean, there could be several components. Um, someone's upbringing, someone's uh, background. Um, Religion. Just it 
baffles me how people just can't have a conversation. And that it always has to be an argument and people are more seem to be more satisfied with well we'll just agree to disagree than with actually trying to find some kind of common ground. And that not being that we disagree, but that we agree on this. We actually have this in common, and let's move forward with that. That one nugget. And see if we can build off of that, as opposed to keep on going back and forth with the things that we don't agree upon. And it's difficult to, I know it's difficult to initiate those conversations sometimes, because I think a lot of people just aren't used to, unless you're in a particular field, aren't used to or comfortable with getting outside of their own comfort zone. Like speaking honestly about the differences and how they feel. And I want to hear your opinion. I don't want to hear your dad's opinion. I don't want to hear your family's opinion. I don't want to hear... Things that you heard when you were growing up, so that's how you be. I want to hear what you believe. You see, I think, though, and we've discussed in the past how your upbringing and prior generations could flow onto you and you'll just be another statistic, you know, right. me- meaning that your grandfather thought one way, your father thought one way, you just fall right into the same pattern of thinking the same way yeah. instead of thinking for yourself yeah. just because... You've heard all these things throughout the years that you just take that as right or it was beaten into you, not physically, but mentally, that this is the right way to think and the right way to be. And It's difficult. I think it's, it's difficult for some people to have a breakthrough with that. Like, it took me years and years to finally kind of decide to start thinking in my own way to think outside of what my upbringing was because those were my parents' beliefs. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's how they saw the world when they were growing up and they had to build their family around uh, a certain ideology or certain um, principles based on how life was then. But then as I got older and I start and I'm living on my own and everything, okay, now we live in a different world and I have to adjust what they taught me to what I need to teach my daughter for when she goes into adulthood. Right. And I want her to be more receptive to other people's points of view than maybe my parents were. Right. Because that was a different time. But it seems like people are still continuing to stay within their bubbles and not want to hear other people's perspectives and points of view. Even more so now, man, all this political shit that's going on right now, obviously we gotta find a new president, but man, there's so much, it seems like there's so much division now with everything, but it seems like there's so much in common because People agree that we need a good president, right? But people also can't uh, I don't know, I feel like I'm just rambling. But these- no, but I get you because it's people can't put aside their views yeah. and how they feel and and everything that they stand for, quote unquote, you know, Um, where they're just, so I look at the media as such a big problem in this issue because on the one side, they're just shoving the stuff out there to bash one side and then the other side is bashing the other side. And then you look on social media and everybody's just in a frenzy of like, yes, shove this down and shove that down and, like one thing comes out, like you had the whole uh, Trump's wife thing, her speech, and then saying how she's biting off of the first lady. Right, right. 
you know, her speech when she came in. But then all of a sudden, the other side comes out with, well, listen to what President Obama bit off of this one and that one bit off of that one. And it's like nobody could just say, okay, she did that and that's it. You know, it's just brutal the way that both sides are just battling. Right, right. And it's never where one thing now just comes out and they deal with that and it just drops. Like you said, it's this comes out. So then the other side comes out with, well, this one did that. And then it just keeps going on and on. And it's dividing everybody even more so, you know, just I'm very easy, man. You know, it's I don't I'm not Republican nor Democrat. Like every time I've ever voted since the age I was 18, I always did the research on the candidates running. And I voted both sides before, you know, because at the time I would feel like this one I felt would do a better job running the country or this one would do a better job. And I think it's so damaging just to say, well, I'm this and that's the way I'm voting. Well, that person really may not be the best person, but just because of your beliefs or your upbringing or the way that you think or your values that you're just going to vote that blindly. It's crazy. So, what you said there, right? People have their beliefs. They have their values. But, and that's okay. It's okay to hold on to that. Like, you want to have those values. Sure. But the idea that you can't shift in your thoughts because of those that you can't even step outside of those to to listen to somebody else's point of view or consider another option. Or consider another option is what is what I think the issue is. Right, and that's that's what drives me crazy. Like, because because then you don't want to communicate. Like you don't want to talk about it. Your mind is made up based on past. Like, and when we talk about building a future. We have to we have to meet somewhere. We'll continue to walk on opposite sides of the street in the same direction with two different ideas. Like I I, I don't know, man. It just it's really frustrating sometimes when you're trying to have a conversation with somebody that is just not going to change their point of view because they're just not going to change their point of view. Right. I mean. I know it sounds corny, but if you keep living in the past, there's no way to step forward. You know, there's no way to change. There's no way to broaden your thinking, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. We have to expand our, what we're seeing. And I think that there are those, I mean, God, I keep going back to social media, but like it's insane the outpouring of like hatred and bigotry and and all of it where somebody's just like, yes, look at this. And like the first thing that I see when I click on the link is, um, you know, like liberal racist terrorist or you know, um, somebody bashing the other side. And I think when I'm reading these things, just like there's no way this person will ever change. You know, they're just don't care about changing, that that that's they're okay with living in their little bubble, like you said. And it's scary. It's scary. Just like I said, I'm not one or the other. I I definitely have values and the way I live my life by like one set of not a set of rules, but just the way that I live my life. And just to look at, like you said, so many others who are just just not willing to even yeah, people go into situations, look another way. It, regardless of the situation, people go into situations with their minds made up already. Right. Without and unwilling to take their glasses off and and see what's going on and that's the thing like if you're going into a situation and you're already you already know you're not going to change your mind and make your mind up then 
then you're part of the division. Right. Right. So how do we get to the point where we can even have a conversation? I think that you have to and by the way, we're we're not here to give answers. We're just talking about stuff. I think that the first step is just find something that you agree upon. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, do you want the country to be better? Okay, you both agree on that? Okay. Now what's the next step? Right. You know? And both parties are so screwed. And regardless of parties, I'm sorry to cut you Go ahead. But when you say, do you want X to get better, right? Don't respond with a yes, but. Right. You know what I mean? It's just yes. I think that's where, like, people say yes, but, and then start to tell their side of it. Right. Yes. Yes and yes. Okay, good. So we agree on this. Right. Right? Number two. Exactly. Like, as soon as you... Like, that's the thing with, with some people, man, that yes, but, you know? Right. It should be yes and. Right. Yes and what about, like, how, yes and I would like to see X happen. I would like to see X happen, too. Yes and I would also like to see this happen. Right. What? Get out of town. Me, too. Okay, number three. Exactly. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Like, we... Yes and is a good strategy. We watched something earlier where they were talking about, like, even talking about repairing a bridge or a road is now a bipartisan conflict. You know, like, the people at that level, and that's where I think it filters down from. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's the upbringing, so the people Mm -hmm. in the country, and then I think those who were in charge of making decisions who were up top... I mean, they're just shoving all that crap down. Like, why is it an issue, Republican or Democrat, to repair a road? Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. Like, so even at the most minute level, they're creating a divide and not have no care about changing that. So, So I can't even imagine, like, when it comes to real issues... You know, that's to repair a friggin' pothole in a road, you know, or fix a railing on a bridge. Yeah. Like, what about, you know, you're talking foreign policy. What about all these gigantic decisions that need to be made? If you're fighting about the minutia, how are you ever going to agree when it comes to the big stuff? The baby boomers. Baby boomers. What's a, what, what age is that now? 60? 65. 65 and Six, older? 60 and older or 65 and older? I think it's like... Pepsi generation? Uh, no, Generation X, I guess. 50 year old? I'll be 45 in November and I'm Generation X. civil rights movement who um, who had uh, you know several um, like race was big, a big issue right mm-hmm. segregation, segregation. Um, you kind of have our generation in the middle where um, you know it seemed like we were coming together as a as a a world as a as a nation, and we started to blend more, and uh, was, you know, like people are loving different cultures and different races, and and interracial marriages, and and so the world's coming together a little bit more, and and now, more acceptance for more for acceptance, all that. Yeah. Yep. And then there's the layer now that you have teenagers, twenty year olds, the millennials, whatever. 
and I feel like they were in a world where there was acceptance and uh, you know it was it's this whole new idea of what America could be uh, technology and, and connecting and interdependence and now it seems like that bottom layer is going to start to struggle with the same things that the 50 and the 60 and the 70 year olds did <coughs> back in the days. It seems like that is starting to permeate more amongst the millennials and now it's just going to be like this revolving cycle and now they're going to go through all of this stuff that the 50 and 60 and 70 year olds went through. That's right. kind of how I, 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 I feel it right now. You know? Right. Does that make sense? Well, it's kind of crazy because I look at it like, like those baby boomers. I'm so confused. <laughs> um, but I look at that older generation as, I mean, you want to talk about people fighting, you know, civil rights and, you know, there was still segregation in schools when they were younger. You know, and, and and look at how far things have come. I mean, obviously we need to go a lot farther as well. There's still a lot more work to be done. But, I mean, for what they went through, so many don't even have to imagine going through that now. You would think. One would think. Right. But it doesn't seem that way. Yes, I understand what you're saying. On a bigger scale, yes, absolutely. Much bigger scale. Day and, day, right. Like, you woke up and, you like, that's what you dealt with on a daily basis. Right. But people are still dealing with that on a daily basis now. Oh, I agree. I agree. But, yeah, but where are the leaders of the younger community? Nobody cares. There's no, where are the people gathering to fight? against that right. you know from the younger generation you still have people from the older generation who are That's true. you know like where are the leaders now mm-hmm. in the youth yeah. That's good. That's a good point. That's what's scary you know right they're just walking around living their lives trying to find a trying to find Pikachu <laughs> <laughs> To what's, or just they, or it's just nonchalant, and it's like it doesn't affect me, but it does, and that's what we're trying to get people to understand is that it, it affects all of us, right? And that if you stay divided on stuff, and you can't open a dialogue, and you can't hear somebody out because automatic, like you're not listening to them, you already have what's in your mind, and it's set in stone, and you're not changing your mind, then nothing's gonna change. Do you think that it might be an issue like we were talking about where the younger generation is just sitting inside their house, not going out? You know, they get their news through Snapchat and through Twitter and through YouTube and stuff like that instead of actually seeing it live for themselves. You know, it's totally different. I think from our generation up, we were seeing all of these things in real life, dealing with these situations and, and going zones every day. And they're and they're like sheltered like, in their homes. And I don't want to get it twisted, right? Because when I was 16, 17, um, I wasn't up on the issues. The biggest thing at that time in my age that I can remember uh, that seemed to cause as much division as what we have now was Rodney King. Rodney King, yep. Right? So, but now, it's like, oh, man. It just seems like there's so many of those stories that I can sit down almost monthly and have a discussion with my daughter and be like, well, this happened. How do you feel about it? Right. 
where where do you stand? What's your point of view? Like, regardless of how I feel, how does this make you feel? Right. And what are you, how are you going to express yourself through this situation? So that she doesn't, like, I want, like, tell me what's going on with you. I'm not going to impose how I feel about it because I want you to start to think bigger and how are you going to communicate with your kids or how are you going to stand apart from those that decide to not open themselves up to other people's point of view. Like, I want you to stand apart from them rather than just fall in line and be out here searching for fucking Pikachu. Right, right. I almost feel like we knew more, though, what was going on when we were younger as opposed to these kids. What do you mean? Like, yeah, I did a whole bunch of stuff, you know, but... But we were more aware of what was going on in the states or in the world or or what was going on as opposed to like these kids are now yeah well i mean to your point again like you have uh technology has changed the world um and it's just it is I'm waiting for the next <laughs> next sentence to decide. Check out the definition of that word. It's incumbent upon the older generation, be somebody's parent, whether you're somebody's parent or not, to try and get out there and allow the youth to talk about how they feel and how they're impacted so that they just don't stay in their bubble. Like, if we can start to get them to have a conversation now... Go ahead, say what you're going to say about the word. Oh, you're good. good. Incumbent, necessary for someone as a duty or responsibility. I am a beast, son. I'm trying to tell you, man. Nice. It's our responsibility. Our lair. I talked about the lair. Yep. It's our lair's responsibility to engage them in that dialogue so that when they get our age, they're not having the same conversations that we're having right now about the same issues. Right. If we can start to get them to open up now and have those conversations, then hopefully in 10, 20 years from now, what's happening right now in our world is not happening. Right. That'd be nice, brother. That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we talked about today. <laughs> it was uh, much. Uh, there was many different things. I hope it wasn't much ado about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I hope, and I, and like we weren't, we're not skirting around anything. Nope. We're not skirting around anything. Like there's there's issues that impact us, um, both as fathers. Influencers, as entertainers, that we want to be able to communicate to everybody, and then me personally, obviously, like there's issues as when it comes to to race that impact me that I feel are important to talk about, uh, and I think there's ways that you and I can help others express themselves and bring up the issue without. It being a negative conversation. Agreed. Which is why we talked about this today. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll get deeper on some of these issues too. I'm not saying we're gonna get political or this. And, and, right. You know, like we're not gonna turn into like MSNBC or Fox or any of that shit. Right. But uh, we're gonna bring up the issues that are important to us. Sure. If I was to guess your song today, it would be like Fight the Power or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I could cue it up. <laughs> you got anything else on your mind, brother? I mean, you know me. I always have more than I could say. But well, what do you mean by I, that? I, I think that... So how do we get you to talk about those 
those things in a non-specific manner that would allow others to open up a conversation about it. I feel very strongly about all of the things that have been going on in the world, okay? Um, and we, I think we've discussed before that there are good people in the world, there are bad people in the world, you know? Some of those people are in positions of power, you know, uh, and things are going to happen. So, without going into anything too much, I believe that there are people. Just talk, homie. I just, I just believe that the murder of so many unarmed people, uh, black men that have been going on is wrong. You know, I believe that the murder of police that had done nothing wrong is wrong. You know, um, I believe that, you know, the issue of killing black men has been going on for decades upon decades upon decades. And when I was younger, I remember that, uh, I think I mentioned once before on the podcast, you know, you had like Abner Luima and, and who had a toilet plunger shoved in his rectum and ruined his insides. Uh, you had the other guy who shot 41 times and he had a Snickers bar in his hand. You know, you just have on the news about this, this man or counselor who is with the autistic child uh, or tr uh, autistic man and the kid, they had a train in his hand and had his hands up and was shot. And I mean, and then when he was asked, the, the police officers were asked why he shot and he said, I don't know. You know, I mean, there's so much wrong, but it's people. I'm not saying that all of what this person or all of that person or all police or just whatever it is is wrong. I'm saying people are people and they're gonna do wrong stuff. They're gonna do foul stuff. You know, but they're good as well. Um, and without saying Republican or Democrat, right or wrong, whatever it may be, shit needs to be fixed. It needs to be looked at without the blinders and without saying I'm for this or I'm for that. Both sides, sit down, find out what's wrong, fess up to what's wrong, and fix the goddamn problem already. So, uh, yeah, that was what was on my mind. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we want to be a place of positivity, you know, making people think maybe like we were talking about earlier, if somebody could possibly look at the way that they're thinking and possibly change the way they're thinking or not change or just, you know, spark something in somebody, then that's what we want to do. Jeff. Yay, yay. Yay, yay. I'm, I'm just going to say that I'm not queued up for my portion. For your portion, Because I will be very intent on listening to the Beast Mode moment. So, so folks, let me uh, ramble a little bit as Ye Ye's getting ready for his beast mode moment, because I'm not particularly sure everybody wanted to hear his little beast mode moment jingle there. 
it almost sounded like a Barney song. The beast mode moment is what we have. Is that Barney? That, that's bad, whatever that was it was. Terrible, <laughs> you like a, like a knockoff uh, quinceanera Barney. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Right? The greatest enemy of learning is thinking that you already know. Don't make assumptions on how I feel. Don't make assumptions because of how I was raised or my background or my race or my religion that I'm going to be deciding a certain way or swayed to vote a certain way or gonna side with somebody like don't make that assumption get to know me let's have a conversation and don't think that you know how I'm gonna react because of the color of my skin or because of where I'm from dig it brother Jeff you, sir, are definitely not queued up today. No, sir. <laughs> I feel like you, you have to come in, well, and to your credit, right? Like, we didn't know what we were going to discuss today. Correct. It's been a couple of weeks. Yes. It seems like every time we go at least 14 days, we feel a little bit rusty. I get it. All right. You know, today's conversation was a little bit heavy. More, We probably talked about more political stuff than we ever have, even though we really didn't dive deep into a lot of uh, politics. Right. Um, and, and that could make for uh, finding something to go along uh, with the theme of the podcast a little difficult. So, to your credit, I can understand why you wouldn't be queued up right now. Thanks. Or that you wouldn't have some in the pocket. You know? enjoy listening to your voice today, Jeff. Ditto, sir. Ditto. This is getting weird. It is, man. Pause for a second. Let's talk about that Barney, that quinceanera Barney, though. Um, how freaky would that be? It would be very freaky. It sounds like a hungover Cheech Marin Barty. <laughs> That's how you sounded when you did your Barney. <laughs> I'm ready, baby. You ready? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, then we've come to the part in the show where Jeff likes to tie it all together with a song. And we like to call this segment Jeff's Joint. <laughs> Go ahead. It's not Sly and the Family Stone, is it? No. Okay. War. War. Okay. War was the name of the band, and why can't we be friends? I definitely was not going to play that other version from Shrek. <laughs> so that's the original uh-huh. version. Um, I think it fit into the podcast, you know, and as they dive deeper into the song, you know, I was kind of rushed, so I didn't put it on the part that oh, I wanted. So I was rushed. Yeah, okay. um, yeah, I- I, I, on for like three minutes so I know. I think people were going to have nightmares at Kim Sierra Barty. <laughs> but like deeper in the song, they go into like black or white or this and that. Like, why can't we all just be friends? Uh, <laughs> like, doesn't matter the color of your skin. We can still be friends. So 
I know, but I wanted to explain it in case there are peeps who haven't heard this song before. Uh, but it's, to me, just one of those songs that's like, like we were saying, put the blinders down. No matter how you think or I think, we could still get along and, and uh, develop as peeps and be friends. And we don't even have to get along, right? We don't have to. True. Respecting. Can conversation? Right. Can we respect one another enough as humans to understand that you have a perspective and I have a perspective and we can hear one another out? Right. We don't have to be friends. I would like to be your friend. You know what, man? We are tremendous friends. Nice. Like, I would let you give me a piggyback ride in the mall. You were pointing towards the, the third floor balcony. I thought you meant a, a piggyback ride off the top. There. And then I just hang on to the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, big fella. Good luck. No, no. It's good. We hope that uh, peeps were able to take something away. You know, what's your takeaway today? I think my takeaway is, is that what we just spoke about. Uh, that, and this comes more, but we don't have to get along, we don't have to be friends. But can we have a conversation? If we can't have a conversation, then we're not going to be able to get past uh, the hard stuff, the tough stuff. There's no hope. There's no hope, yeah. And then the other one as far, the other takeaway for me would be who's taking action now? Who's speaking up about it? Who's going to step up? How are we going to step up? within the layer, within this layer, so that we can pass that on to the next generation so that they don't have to deal with the same stuff. Yeah. And is that, are we having that conversation? Are we allowing the youth to have these types of conversations? And how and when can we make those conversations happen? I think we could talk about it as much as we want, but it's them kind of having buy-in into having those conversations themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and when does that happen? Yeah. So. Do you have any more takeaways? Uh, I hope, I don't pray, but I hope that uh, people all over the world can kind of drop their defenses and kind of hear each other out, you know? Um, you know, they're, one of my favorite sayings is, you know, just because we've been doing it this way doesn't make it right or the right way to do it. So brought, for peeps to broaden their horizons and maybe take others' opinions uh, into consideration and also uh, go on. Well, that's the first step, though. Like, yeah. even beyond that, for me, I would say, feel it. You can you can tell me you're taking. I'll, I'll take that into consideration. I don't want you to take it into consideration. I want you to feel it. Well, that's. I need it to come from a place of openness and and honesty and trust and respect, and then you feel it, and then you truly understand and then you can be, begin to consider what it is th- from my standpoint and I do the same for you so don't just tell me take it into con- and I'm not knocking what you said like I, yeah, no right yeah. but I'm saying like hmm. open it up more than just considering I'll consider that no don't consider you see it. but the way that you're saying it, it sounds like the normal blow off that we all hear yeah in life but the way that I meant it was to truly take it into consideration. That's the first step of 
okay, let me really consider how they are feeling. And then after that, that's when hopefully you get a buy-in. So, yeah. So, uh, and my second would be, so my daughter's turning 16 soon. So I have to get the phone over for uh, Kinsiera Bonnie. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a deep purple. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's what I got. Ditto, brother. I love you, brother. Love you. And uh, looking forward to the next one, man. Yeah, be good to each other, people. This has been Beauty and the Beast Mode. I am Yay Yay Martinez. I am Big Jeff. Peace. See ya.